Welcome. Welcome. As Dean of the Graduate School, it is a There we are. Sorry. As Dean of the Graduate School, it is a pleasure to welcome you to this hooding ceremony, whether you are in McCarter Theater or at a remote location. It's a particular pleasure to do so in this academic year during which we have been celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Graduate School. The Hooding Ceremony recognizes students who will receive their graduate degrees at tomorrow's commencement. We salute them for having completed masters and doctoral, doctoral programs, and we celebrate the transitions they will be making into a range of careers after graduate school. We honor their dedication and effort, and we also look forward to the distinction they will achieve in future years. The Hooding Ceremony singles you as degree recipients, singles you out as individuals who will receive degrees at tomorrow's commencement. Its central action is to add the appropriate hood to the gown you already wear. Like all effective symbolism, this action has deeper resonance. It highlights the preparation you have received through a demanding education to face challenges and to embrace opportunities across long careers in rapidly changing times. Used to advantage the powers of analysis and creative imagination that have been stimulated, developed, and shaped most effectively at Princeton where we foster fundamental arts and science disciplines and their applications in the fields of architecture, engineering, and public affairs. Your academic gown and hood signal the particular skills you have developed at Princeton, but the substance of your education has been to incorporate you into a long tradition of those trained in university learning. Wear your academic robes lightly but know the worth of what they represent. I'm especially pleased that President Harold T. Shapiro, the 18th president of Princeton, who retires this year, is present for this ceremony. Princeton University awarded President Shapiro his doctoral degree in economics in 1964, and he will bring you greetings. President Shapiro. Uh, Dean Wilson, graduates, family, and friends, on behalf of the trustees of the university, welcome. It's marvelous for me to be able to participate for a few moments uh, in today's ceremony. I want to particularly acknowledge the presence of so many families and friends of the, today's graduates who themselves have undoubtedly made many contributions to the achievements that we are about to celebrate. So thank you once again for being here in support of your sons, daughters, husbands, wives, grandchildren, and so on, and to be able to help us salute their achievement. I also want to use this occasion to extend my thanks to Dean Wilson and his staff for leading us in the celebration of the centennial of the Graduate School uh, this last year. It's been an extraordinarily exciting year. 
And I think that Dean Wilson and staff has really uh, brought forward to us a focus on graduate education here, which has really been very helpful. So Dean Wilson, I want to thank you very much. On behalf of all of us who have enjoyed the centennial event so much. I really have only uh, two other things uh, to say. One, I want to add my own congratulations to those of Dean Wilson for the achievement of every one of today's graduates. Uh, it represents a significant accomplishment for each of you, and it's been a great uh, privilege for us and the faculty to have worked with you and to have participated with you as you have uh, pursued your degrees, whether at the MA level or at the PhD level. So I want to congratulate you for the achievement that these degrees represent. Finally, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the many contributions that you've already made to the university through your work, through your work with our faculty, and through your work with our teaching program in some cases, as well as our research program here at the university. The graduate students at Princeton are an integral part of our scholarly effort and our research programs here. Indeed, we didn't know how to run them without you. And so we are very grateful for the contributions that you have already made to the ongoing work here at Princeton, both in teaching and research. And of course, we look forward and expect that your career will bring many more distinguished achievements in the years ahead. So congratulations once again. And to all our guests here today, welcome. It's a marvelous occasion for us all. Thank you very much. It's now my pleasure to introduce to you Barry Munitz of the graduate class of 1968, currently serving as a university trustee. As distinguished and as wonderful as that attainment is to serve as a university trustee, uh, he has a great deal more uh, to bring to us here today. Barry Munitz has been a distinguished leader in higher education for many years. I have to say, uh, one of the few people that most of us who are presidents of universities really look to for advice as we try to steer our own institutions uh, to better ground. Barry Munitz has served in many ways to strengthen higher education in this country, both in running uh, higher education institutions and the systems of higher education institutions, as well as heading individual institutions. He has made an enormous contribution to higher education in this country, and it's a singular pleasure for us to have him here as a trustee at Princeton right now. He is currently, of course, head of the Getty Museum in uh, California, in Los Angeles, itself an institution which is singular in this world for its contributions in many ways in that particular area. So it's a pleasure for me to introduce to you someone who has not only made an enormous and continuing contribution to higher education, but to cultural life and national discourse in so many other areas. So it's my pleasure to introduce you this afternoon, Barry Munitz. Barry? Good afternoon. Thank you. I arrived here in the fall of 1963 having been an undergraduate at Brooklyn College. And just after I left Brooklyn College, my mother started working there in the registrar's office and worked there for 20 years. And sometime during that period, I was blessed to receive a Distinguished Alumnus Award. And she was sitting in the back of a room just like this. And actually, after hearing a similar introduction, she turned to her colleague from the office and said, he can never hold the job. <laughs> and I want to talk for a few minutes about this changing job environment, and I know that schedules are tight, but more importantly, this is an afternoon for you and for your families. There's 
There's an old higher education saying that the speaker at commencement is like the body at a funeral in that you need one for the ceremony, but you don't expect it to say very much. <laughs> and so I don't expect to say very much, but I do want to talk to you for a few minutes about this particular honor. First, for the 100th anniversary of the graduate school. Second, most people don't realize this, but there's never been a speaker before at the graduate commencement, and so that's a, an extraordinary honor for me. But equally important, perhaps even more important, is that this is Harold's last graduate commencement after an amazing tenure as president of Princeton and as president of the University of Michigan before that. And so to be in your company at his final commencement, breaking new ground, is an honor beyond anything I could possibly have expected. There's also a special person here, I hope here, who's John Wilson's predecessor as the graduate dean. And Ted and Yeda Zielkowski are sitting here somewhere, and I'm going to talk about him as a, in a moment. He was my professor, has become a colleague and a partner and a friend. And much of what I want to talk about today, I learned from him in a Princeton classroom. There are other reasons why this is a special day. The average time to degree for those of you getting doctorates in this audience is five years and seven months. And although it probably seems long to you, that's about half the national average. And we've been concerned, and I've been chairing a committee for the National Research Council and the National Academy of Science, looking at the time to degree. And you represent the very best of that model. And so my congratulations in part are not only for doing such spectacular work, but for doing it in a reasonable period of time. <laughs> Tied to that, and hopefully helping your next generation are some actions that with John and Harold's leadership, the board finance committee has taken this year. One of my joys in my first year as a trustee has been to serve on the finance committee. And we've taken a series of very important steps for graduate education, not just at Princeton, but across the country. Given the strength of President Shapiro's leadership, we have been able now to provide funds for first-year fellowships to all departments in science and engineering, to provide summer stipends to a large fraction of all graduate students in the humanities and the social sciences. We've made significant enhancements to medical and dental benefits to graduate students, improved the hours and strength and other conditions of health benefits. We're enhancing stipends for graduate students dramatically over the rate of inflation. And although, again, most of you won't benefit from this, but hopefully succeeding generations will, uh, we this morning put plans and budget in place to add a new graduate dorm, as well as expanding current graduate housing. So we're well aware of this. In, the, in September of 2000, as Harold was going through the last welcome of a new class, he pointed out not only that we're celebrating the centennial, but in fact we've had graduate students before those hundred years, and our, Harold's reference was his belief that the first graduate student at Princeton was James Madison, who was in the undergraduate class of 1771, but came back to study after commencement Hebrew and ethics with President Witherspoon, now, as he pointed out, you represent in this graduate part of the university the prime, Harold's phrase, the primary force in the intellectual life of the campus. 
and our talented graduate students are with their faculty mentors leading a new generation of pioneers in so many areas of discovery. Harold himself has written about his perception of what a university does in this day and age, saying that we provide a greater sense of stability and moral significance to our lives and quote, it's the responsibility of the contemporary university to ensure that the great questions of human existence are before us for our students and faculty to wrestle with. We must try to exhibit by both word and deed an exemplary commitment to ethically informed principles and a commitment not only to our privileges but to our informing values and responsibilities. Literature and the arts do that. My degrees here are in comparative literature and now running a visual arts organization, I've learned over and over what the values are of the less practical side of life. To quote the only other uh, president who lived to see a son in the presidency, although he was not a Princeton graduate, we'll skip over that, but John Adams, John Adams said, I must study politics and war so that my children may have liberty to study mathematics and philosophy. My children ought to study mathematics and philosophy, navigation and commerce, in order to give their children a right to study painting, poetry, music, and architecture. It's that voice, that artistic voice, that gives us an orchestration of perplexity that fails to conform to all the standards that we're taught, but instead does send us away temporarily disoriented, newly attuned to different experiences, powerful because they're vague, because they're indeterminate. And the history of art is a history of recurrent patterns of impertinent individual acts that forces our imagination to suppress the thought of consensus and to think about new language, new expression, new perspectives toward understanding. And Carl Shorsky, who's a wonderful faculty member here and, and a dear friend, when I told him I was going to give this address, and I said, well, what, what do I say? He said, well, tell him the other side of your mother's introduction. Tell him what the advantage is of having had different careers. And talk about what his wonderful phrase, the rapid exhaustion of the specialized brain. And to think about multiple challenges that you will all face, changing careers, changing perspectives. The very substance of scholarship now is eroding the autonomy of disciplines, leads to new associations. The challenge for you is to maintain the rigor that characterized these established methods while broadening their range through new associations in this changing world where disciplines are harder to maintain but where as scholars we're watching over shifting social relations, new interactions between public and private life, and a world where the role and nature of knowledge is affected both by the opportunities and the perils that face these new combinations of intellectual resources. When I studied here with Ted Zielikowski just before he entered the graduate deanship, he would talk about the role of graduate education and it's a wonderful just short quote from him. The university in the final analysis is not an institution for social improvement, not a professional athletic franchise, not a welfare organization, not a public service for alumni or the surrounding community. It is a place where knowledge is discovered and transmitted. 
the graduate school constitutes the heart of this activity without the graduate school universities would not have research faculty without the graduate school the university would not contribute to the education of future scholars and teachers so from ted i learned not just scholarship and pedagogy but i learned the concept of giving back as i hope all of you will take from this ceremony that whatever your field that you ask yourselves in what ways this newly gathered knowledge can be put to the service of society that so desperately needs your help and assistance. Now, Edmund Burke said, all that's required for evil to flourish in the world is for good people to do nothing. Margaret Mead said, never doubt that a small group of concerned citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. So give back, consistently insist that your obligation as advanced educated men and women is to take positions on matters of public concern. And I would add to that just a personal plea that that not exclude wherever you're headed, and many of these graduates amongst you are international, globally to think about kindergarten through high school education, particularly in the United States. If we do not honor and reward and respect our public school teachers, we have no prayer of reforming and improving society. And that's an argument that fits here as advanced and as specialized and as important as these graduate degrees are. So in conclusion, whatever your intellectual endeavor, ask yourself in what way this knowledge can be put to the service of society. Again, in Ted's words, knowledge remains an abstraction until it is manifest in the minds of individuals and in the institutions through which they translate thought into action. The education of any nation depends on a few schools and universities like Princeton instructing relatively few people who then worry about the national care and caring for the formation and the shaping and the improvement of the many. Enjoy this extraordinary honor. I'm privileged to be with you as both a graduate and now as a board member. Act justly, walk humbly, Love, mercy, bless you all, and congratulations. Thank you very much, Dr. Minutes. Platform party is comprised of the deans of the professional schools, joined by associate dean of the graduate school, F. Joy Montero, Dr. Todd J. Mitty, uh, president of the Association of Princeton Graduate Alumni, and associate dean David Redman, who will call on the deans of the professional schools to announce the candidates. Dean Redman. We now come to the hooding of our advanced degree recipients. I ask the audience please to hold its applause until each group of candidates has been hooded and returned to their seats. Dean Ralph Lerner 
will present the candidates for the degree of Master of Architecture. Will these candidates please rise and remove their caps. These students have successfully completed core and elective courses in the program and have created and defended an original design project. Marissa Yu. Jason Johnson. William Tace. Litza Poteva. <laughs> Gabrielle Heindel. Robert Hendrick. Susan Um. Amy Donahoe. Damon Pearson. Felicia Berger. Sandra Parvu. <laughs> Eric Shaw. Amanda Sachs. Jeanette Kim. Jeremy Lindsay.
Donald Schillingberg. Elizabeth Nelson. David Hayes. Dean Richard Golden will present the candidates for the degree of Master of Science in Engineering and Master of Engineering. Will these candidates please rise and remove their caps. These students have successfully completed coursework appropriate to their fields of study and according to the rules of their individual department have presented a research project or thesis. Shujiao Wang. <coughs> Devang Nitin Parik. Kevin Wei Hua Tan. Suminori Arima. Aurora Lacanon, Nan Quan Lu, Yun Ji, Matthew David Mostero. Rogelio Medina Averza. Panchit at Karafanic. Roberto Santiago Garcia Verdu.
Juan Minchu. Prasanna Dungel. Jacob Lee Rainwater. Brad Scott Nemetsky. <clears throat> Kai Yu Chen. Thomas J. Weaver, Jr. Gail Marilyn Katzman. Christine Marie Coldwell. Evelyn Yichuan Huang. Dean Michael Rothschild will present the candidates for the degrees of Master in Public Affairs, Master in Public Affairs and Urban and Regional Planning, and the Master in Public Policy. Will they please rise and remove their caps? Big group. The Masters in Public Affairs and Masters in Public Affairs and Urban and Regional Planning have successfully completed core and elective courses in the Woodrow Wilson School, a summer internship in public affairs work, and have passed a qualifying examination. The Masters in Public Policy are mid-career students from the public service professions who have successfully completed a one-year program of study in the Woodrow Wilson School in accordance with the requirements of the degree. Pablo Irigori. <laughs> Michelle Roos.
Renee Merriam Kurion. Tanya Clark Jones. Good spirit. Ana Luisa Savadira. Sorry. Yes, okay. Yanping Ming. I know you. Lara Evan Robillard. Meet Paul. Vanessa Duran. Monique Ramguli. Delia Christine Welsh. Yunxian Tai. Anand Harihara Das. Elaine Shin Kuei. Shonar Lala. Azad Uman. Lawrence L. Latimer. James Malster. Paula Goldman. Denise Raquel Dunning. Allison Francis Qualter. Jennifer Elizabeth Rattay. Sarah Beth Bermeo.
Catherine Bistline. John McCoy. Anthony Jonathan Levin. Jonathan Schmidt. Rafe Reginald Ellison. Charles Hill. <laughs> Tammy LaShawn Palmer. <laughs> Brian Riddell. Ruslan Karimov. Bogdan Kosmachuk. Satish Van Gaal. Shane Thomas Stansbury. Ita Mariana Shavili. Sarah Thomas. Miraf Gabriel Marcos. Yosiki Ishigami. Stephen Slick. Ethan Aaron Goldrich. Kevin Sullivan. 
Andrew Martin Skipper. Christy Lynn Kimball. Martin Squadani. Aaron Philip Goldman. Siraj Segal. Ingrid LaRue. Claudia Peirano. Abdullah Shikar Mansouray. Patricia Motagidis. Hanscom Smith. Monterey Mayro Lorenzo. Andrea Craig Armstrong. Lisette Nieves. Tasha Marie Harris. Wantian Ma. Jonathan Mark Trout. Amy McDonald. Nishkala, oops, sorry. Nishkala Suntharalingam. Lynn Amy Weil. Mary Boynton Park.
Emil Tesluk. Casey Kelso. Sandra Benson Cress, Anthony L. Noble, Anna East Luazian. Catherine Ann Law, Rachel McCleary, Deborah Ann D'Arcangelo. Dennis James Murphy, Jr. Jason August Smith. Brian Wayne Dalton. Amy Lynn Schneckenberger. David Patrick Lennon. Whoever thought public affairs could be so much fun. <laughs> Will the candidate for the Master of Arts in Near Eastern Studies please rise and remove his cap and come forward. <laughs> Candidates for the Master of Arts in Near Eastern Studies have completed required coursework and language study in a language of the Near East and a master's thesis. Kazimierz Z. Kotlow.
Will the candidates for the degree of Doctor of Philosophy please rise and remove their caps. These students have passed a general examination in their chosen field of study and have successfully presented a doctoral dissertation and defended it in a final public oral examination. The dissertation, according to the faculty and examiners, enlarges or modifies what was previously known in the field or presents a significant new interpretation of known results. Would the rest of the degree candidates please sit? Thank you. Maziar Fala, Psychology and Neuroscience. Scott G. Bruce, History. Halima Croft, History. Adam Jeffrey Davis, History. John David, sorry, David John Silverman, History. Pierpaolo Benigno, Economics. Stephen Wu, Economics. Joel Shapiro, Economics. Zachary Estes, Psychology. Mary Elizabeth Wheeler, Psychology. Kevin Merrill Carlsmith, Psychology. Philippe Daniel Tortel, Ecology and Evolutionary Biology. Anne Crepeel, Chemistry.
Klaus Keller, Civil Engineering and Operations Research. Felix Vardy, Economics. Paul Tolliver, Electrical Engineering. Deyu Zhao, Electrical Engineering. Dmitry Krailov, Electrical Engineering. Robert James Runcer, Electrical Engineering. Tufik Mubada Swedan, Applied and Computational Mathematics. Ilana Michelle Nodelman, Molecular Biology. Gregory Dean Bowman, Molecular Biology. Mark Huntley, Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering. Peter J. Erbland. Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering. Kevin Amidon, Germanic Languages and Literatures. Weishun Wong, Chemistry. Felicity Dale Elliston Scott, Architecture. Jonathan Massey, Architecture. Arindam Dutta, Architecture. David Erie Nadler, Mathematics. Eduardo Duenez Guzman, Mathematics. Gregory Hayworth, Comparative Literature. Manjul Bhargavu, 
Mathematics. Sean Strasberg, Astrophysical Sciences. Christos Leonidopoulos, Physics. Yuan Yuan Zhao, Computer Science. Hong Zhang Shen, Computer Science. Dirk Balfons, Computer Science. Venja Fong, Computer Science. David Alex Ellison, English. <laughs> Carolyn May Thompson, Economics. Shao Eric Wong, Economics. Mark Giannoni, Economics. Therese Andrew Ronneberg, Chemistry. Richmond Sarpon, Chemistry. Alex Mutebi, Public Affairs. George Drummond Silva, Applied in Computational Mathematics. Diego Casa, Physics. Robin Douglas Knight, Ecology and Evolutionary Biology. Inessa Medjabovskaya, Slavic Languages and Literatures.
David Tubbs, Politics. Harris Lakatsas, Electrical Engineering. John Lowe, Electrical Engineering. Jijian Shi, Electrical Engineering. Catherine Hannah Shell, Religion. Yosef Bulbulia, Religion. Jade Patrick Vinson, Mathematics. Natalka Pavlovsky, Musicology. Sherry Purring Koch, Chemistry. J.M. Jeremiah, Chemistry. Lori Wataki, Chemistry. John Dudek, Chemistry. Jennifer Harden, Art and Archaeology. Nicole Fabricand Person, Japanese Art and Archaeology. Harley Joel Price, English. Arnold Ephraim Franklin, Near Eastern Studies. Mark Samuel Abramson, East Asian Studies. Anastasios Papadimitriou, Near Eastern Studies. Yi Xiao, Physics Department.
Where would we be without those parents? <laughs> Gorfan Shi, chemistry. Robert George Butler, chemistry. Katherine Gibson, Molecular Biology. Douglas Miller, Economics. Brad Wilcox, Sociology. UA Lin Liu, Chemical Engineering. Vera Lucinda Smith Romagnoli, Chemical Engineering. Nina Kumari Tierney, Chemical Engineering. Jane Esterly Whirling. Chemical Engineering. Stephen Thomas Harding, Chemical Engineering. Thomas Michael Truscott, Chemical Engineering. Jason James Radley, Psychology and Neuroscience. Mary Elizabeth Gallagher, Politics. Michelle Penner Angrist, Politics. George Matthew Webster, Politics. Amy Victoria Ogden, Romance Languages and Literatures. Deborah Schilkraut. Politics. Amber Dawn Miller, Physics and Astrophysics. Thank you. 
<laughs> Richard Martin Allen, Geosciences. Majid Azadi, Public Affairs. Daniel Markey, Politics. Srivats Ravi, Electrical Engineering. Stephen J. Tepper, Sociology. Kieran Healy, Sociology. Kimberly J. Morgan, Politics. Jennifer Xianling Chen, Romance Languages and Literatures. Donald James Trio, Physics. Grady Wilson Miller, Physics. Shalonda Denise Dexter, History. Kirsty Barrett Copeland, Religion. Ted Lars Leonard Bergman, Romance Languages and Literatures. Richard Joseph Radke, Electrical Engineering. Min Wu, Electrical Engineering. Carl Jeremy Nuzman, Electrical Engineering. Ekaterini Varsu, Electrical Engineering. Sergei Gukov, Physics.
<laughs> Paul Monte Pare, Art and Archaeology. Madeleine Filion, Art and Archaeology. Janet Timus, Art and Archaeology. David Beryl, History. Shao Hu Li, Astrophysical Sciences. Zhang Chen, Chemistry. Abraham Stoll, English. Laura Cadunati, Physics. Walter Frank Briskin, Physics. Vinita Saxena, Civil Engineering and Operations Research. Young Jung Kim, Astrophysical Sciences. Xiao Hui Fan, Astrophysical Sciences. Li Xin Li, Astrophysical Sciences. Claudia Choi, Economics. Andrew Hirschberger, Art and Archaeology. Irena Ivanovska, Molecular Biology. Malcolm S. Carroll, Electrical Engineering. Joshua Breslau, Astrophysical Sciences. Zhen Tang, Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering. Jian Wang, Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering.
Shubornareka Tay, Geosciences. Sanjeev Purnachandra Shukla, Electrical Engineering. Catherine Unrein, Molecular Biology. Hilaire Ritchie Kallendorf, Comparative Literature. Craig Arthur Woolsey, Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering. Hyundai Yurton Benson, Operations Research and Financial Engineering. Anthony Greenberg, Molecular Biology. Melinda Carol Finberg, English. Stacy Elliott, Chemical Engineering. Sai Gopasetti, Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering. Jeffrey Whitcomb Coles, Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering. Kristen Elizabeth Howley, Molecular Biology. Lisa Taneyhill Zemer, Molecular Biology. John Kenneth Zemer, and yes, they are related. At this point, I am pleased to introduce Todd J. Mitty, uh, Ph.D., 1973, who is president of the Association of Princeton Graduate Alumni. As many of you know, the APGA sponsors numerous activities and has provided support for travel or research to generations of graduate students. No doubt many of you receiving degrees tomorrow 
have directly profited from APGA grants. Todd? Thank you, Dean Wilson, President Shapiro, Trustee Munitz, distinguished deans and faculty. Good evening, my name is Todd J. Mitty, graduate school class of 1993 from the Department of Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering. I am president of the Association of Princeton Graduate Alumni, the APGA. I want to congratulate you, this year's graduate degree recipients, on your academic and personal achievement. I wish you great success and a rewarding future. You are now graduate alumni of Princeton University, a growing community of 20,000 other graduate alumni representing over 25% of all Princeton alumni. The APGA is dedicated to you. Through your active participation as alumni, we can nurture dynamic and enriching intellectual and social exchanges, collegiality and support for academic and professional endeavors, and our vital role <clears throat> within the larger Princeton University community. The APGA is and has been your association, your voice, and your link to Princeton. The APGA has supported you as students through career symposia, awards to recognize your achievements, social events, funds for summer and research travel, and the APGA endowment for graduate students, to name a few. As we close out the celebration of the centennial of the graduate school, graduate alumni and students are well positioned to capitalize on a renewed vitality among graduate alumni, an ever-increasing investment in graduate students, and a new emphasis and focus across Princeton on the significance and value of the entire graduate community. Now more than ever, the APGA needs your participation, your ideas, your energy, and your enthusiasm. I encourage you to maintain and support your connections with Princeton and those graduate students who will be following in your footsteps. Soon you will be receiving an alumni handbook. Please review it and consider becoming a member of the APGA, but most of all, be an active alumnus. Don't forget to stop by the APGA post-commencement reception in honor of you tomorrow at McLean House. My heartiest congratulations to you all and thank you. Thank you very much, Todd. Congratulations to all of you now suitably hooded who will receive your degrees at tomorrow's commencement. We are pleased that so many family members and friends are able to attend commencement and to enjoy the associated festivities. On your behalf, as well as my own, let me thank President Shapiro, Dr. Barry Munitz, the deans of the professional schools, Dean Lerner, Dean Rothschild, Dean Golden, University Chief Marshal Fleming, Dean Redmond, Dean Montero, and of course, Dr. Mitty for taking part in this event. May I ask those of you in the audience to remain in your places until the academic recessional concludes, and may I please request that the students continue their procession well outside McCarter Theater to meet family and friends there. Will the candidates for advanced degrees please rise? <laughs> 